This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. The White House says President Biden today urged Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to take civilians into account in launching an offensive in Rafah to rout Hamas militants. This after Netanyahu ordered his military to come up with an evacuation plan for that city where more than one million Palestinians are sheltering from the war. And those people are asking where they should go. And Pierce Hadil Al-Salchi has more. About 1.4 million Palestinians are sheltering in Rafah, crammed into tents, schools and hospitals. Many of them have been displaced more than once. And now they may face another move after Prime Minister Netanyahu's call for a plan to evacuate before a possible ground invasion in the area. But many are at a loss. Where are they meant to go? Yusuf al-Sir Sawi was displaced twice before arriving in Rafah. He says his family may have to go back north to the destroyed city of Khan Yunus. Their threats are to be taken seriously, he says. It isn't far-fetched that the occupation forces enter Rafah and finish their military operation. Hadil al-Shalchi, NPR News, Tel Aviv. The Senate voted today to advance a $95 billion supplemental foreign aid bill that includes additional assistance to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. It doesn't include U.S. border provisions. It's the last procedural hurdle to allow a vote on its passage in the coming days. But even if it clears the Senate, some House Republicans oppose the aid to Ukraine. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg is criticizing former President Donald Trump for comments that he would not deter Russia from attacking allies with low defense spending. Terry Schultz reports Stoltenberg says Trump's comments endanger the U.S. as well as Europe. NATO Chief Stoltenberg insists any attack on a NATO nation would bring a united response from the 31-member alliance, despite Trump's suggestion that under his leadership, the U.S. may not be willing to defend countries which don't spend at least 2% of their GDP on their own military. Stoltenberg adds that such a view, quote, puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. It's unusual for Stoltenberg to respond to comments made by candidates in domestic political campaigns. Estonian security expert Christy Wright says European governments should spend more, regardless of who the next U.S. president may be. I hope these remarks by Trump are an ultimate wake-up call. Last year, only about a third of allies met the NATO target on defense spending. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz in Brussels. The Pentagon says Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center today for symptoms suggesting an emergent bladder issue. A spokesman says this time the White House, Congress, and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff have all been notified. Austin will continue his work from the hospital. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. The San Francisco 49ers will attempt to win their sixth Super Bowl in franchise history when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs later today. NPR's Tristan Plunkett reports they'll be relying on a quarterback who wasn't highly sought after just two years ago. In 2022, Brock Purdy had to wait until the 262nd pick to hear his name called on draft day. It's referred to as Mr. Irrelevant, meaning the last player selected in the NFL draft. Now in his second year, he has taken full advantage of his starting opportunity 
and was asked about his path in the run-up to this year's Super Bowl. People can overlook you, may not think you're the biggest, the fastest, the strongest, but man, if you believe in yourself and you think that you have what it takes and you truly do believe that and you don't give up on it, then you can achieve it. Purdy is the third Mr. Irrelevant to reach the Super Bowl, but the first at the quarterback position. He'll have to outduel his counterpart, Patrick Mahomes, who's trying to make the Chiefs the first back-to-back champions since the New England Patriots did it in the 2003 and 2004 seasons. Tristan Plunkett, NPR News. And people are expected to spend a record-setting amount placing bets on the outcome of today's Super Bowl. But many fans of the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers won't get the chance to make a legal, legal wager. That's because California and Missouri are two of a dozen states that haven't yet legalized sports gambling. 38 states and Washington, D.C. have legal sports betting operations. Other states are considering it. The American Gaming Association estimates 42 million U.S. adults will bet on today's game. That's up more than 40 percent from last year. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor, VCU Massey Comprehensive Cancer Center, who, as an NCI-designated comprehensive cancer center in the country's top 4%, is unconditionally committed to keeping loved ones in their lives. MasseyCancerCenter.org slash comprehensive. 